Hello. And welcome to the Tony Awards. Tony with an I, Dina. The podcast where we go through the filmography of underrated actresses. Right now we're covering Adina Menzel. And today we have a very, very special guest, Mr. Andrew O'Loughlin. Yes, very, very special. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Such an introduction. And today we are talking about Wicked, which came out in 2003, I think. Uh, you all know what it is. Let's talk about it. I believe it's pronounced wicked. <laughs> wicked. Apostrophe D. So. Um, yeah. Well, let's start with you, Sam. What's your take on wicked? Where, where do you stand? I, I, I used to stand as a small child. I remember me and my cousin always used to act it out and she was a total Glinda and I was a total Alphaba. So the roles were set from our births. And there was that bit of hype backlash that I think a lot of people went through in middle school and high school where they would be like, Wicked's for babies. I don't like Wicked anymore. And then when I got to college, I was like, oh, Wicked actually kind of slaps. And now I'm an adult and I think it's okay. What about you, Andrew? Yeah, like I feel similarly. I I remember listening to it and memorizing it um, on my iPod mini that I got for my first Holy Communion. I remember that. And I just, that was, if I could burn something into that, it was that. It was the Wicked album. But then similarly, I feel like it randomly, people were naysayers and they were like, and they were like, mm, no, Wicked's like not good, like whatever. And then now as an adult, objectively, I'm like, it's good. No, like it hits, like I'm there for it, even still. So I found my inner child again, re-listening to Wicked for this. And, um, but of course, all, all of that to be unpacked. What about you, Jake? Yeah, Wicked is, um, you know, I feel like it's similarly to what we talked about with Ren. It's like, if you think about it, Idina really had these major crossover generational defining musicals that like I don't know I guess it's because I was in the theater world at that age but I feel like everybody knew Wicked and everybody knew Rent and like everybody knew well like I feel like Wicked was such it was one of those like it was like the Hamilton it was like the Book of Mormon it was like it was a phenomenon and like going to theater school and like like the early mid 2000s and like you know it's just everybody knew it. everybody had an opinion and I don't really think there was ever a lot of backlash I think it was just like waning interest because everybody did a wicked song at least once like performed right. it for class or whatever right. and then everyone just got tired of it because they do great a little bit the songs like it like after a hundred thousand listens it's true and then do, yeah they get a yeah. little you're like I- a little over it I it's did get true. like halfway through the cast recording today and was like, I don't want to listen to the rest of this. Well, it's like even Define <laughs> like, Gravity, which is like one of the better musical theater songs ever. It's just, it's like, I, there's only so many times I could listen to it. It's And I feel like I've reached my limit. Um, it's not true. with Rent though. So I don't really know the difference with that. I feel like maybe it's just because these are a little more like generic musically. Yeah. I don't know. Let me just like to finish what I was saying. I loved Wicked. My parents surprised me to go see the show one time when I was 13. And it was like, I was so excited. And then, yeah, when we were in college, it was the 10th anniversary. 
on Broadway and That's there right. was a whole revival right. moment. With oh, and, and Lindsay Mendez was playing mm. Alphaba and Lindsay Mendez was like within the teen theater community, a very darling because figure. Of, um, what was because that? of yeah. Dogfight. Yeah, and she's, and now, now she's a Tony winner and she's, and she's amazing. She's the oh, real wow. deal. She's so fucking good. And when she played Alphaba, all of a sudden everybody liked Wicked again. Exactly. Well, in two years, it's going to be 20 years wow but to be but to be fair wicked has not been on broadway in over a year at this point that's true it's true this is true it's but it's knowledge. definitely coming back yeah yeah like, oh yeah the wicked built it's like central park it's just it a man-made thing at this like, point it's just like yeah oh. it's lion king it's wicked it's phantom and everything else is like who cares yeah exactly. yeah yeah, I was going to say Wicked seems like one of those shows that is almost immersive in the sense that going to see Wicked is its own experience. You're always going to get Carmines. You're always getting Carmines because forget it if you're not. Um, <laughs> even if you're not eating Carmines, somehow you're digesting it as you're as you're watching <laughs> at the Gershwin Theater. Um, also that but, dragon, right? Mm -hmm. I I don't care who you are. It's just there's an innate like need to get your phone and like take a picture of that fucking dragon clock. Mm -hmm. I still have it. I remember. So who wants to summarize the plot? Oh wait, no, you. <laughs> that was say, Sam. Well, <laughs> I was going to say if we could get into a quick little uh, history portion. Oh yes. I read the Wikipedia page. I also read Wikipedia. Uh, Yes. I also read this like $50 book that I think they used to sell at the Broadway theater when I was a kid. The Grimmery? Mm hmm. I so I that. know some details from that. Uh, Wicked uh, is, is that based. That big one? Yeah. yeah. It's based on a book, it turns out, a novel by Gregory Which I've McGuire. read many times. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. I tried to read it once, but I was I like, don't... it was very clearly an adult. It's book. very adult. <laughs> Yeah. Can I speak I on the book? Yes. I read it when I was like wicked age. And so I was gagged because it was very adult. It's like, it's just like they use like the word cock a lot, you know, that kind of book. And it's like a political thriller. And, you know, that's pretty much all I have to say. It's like basically reading like smutty fan fiction sometimes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a lot darker. There's a lot more weird morality. There's not really like this, the, the plot of the show is much more linear. Uh, like, like, and it makes more sense in the show. Like the book doesn't ever explain like the Tin Man or or it does kind of, but it's not relevant. Like Bach is not the Tin Man, spoiler yeah. alert. Fierro is not the Scarecrow, spoiler alert. The, like, the musical seems a lot more concerned with tying things back to the Wizard of Oz. Yes, which is true. Like, and then the book, of course, is the first in a series. So there's a lot more. And the book, it's kind of the same thing. It's like, it's it's assuming you might have read the Oz books. Mm -hmm. Whereas the show is pretty much just knowing that you've seen the movie The Wizard of Oz. And using like the beginning of the blueprint of like the book. And that's it. Yeah. Like there's so many more details in the book and it's good. It's really, I do recommend it. It's like a very immersive read. It's unlike anything else I've ever read. It's very literary and strange and like lots of symbols and weird description, lots of world building. Mm -hmm. I, I, I rated it five stars on Goodreads. Wow. So the musical, um, I just love 
Stephen Schwartz decided to write the musical. And from that point on, any hopes of it being tied to the book in any meaningful way were dashed. He was like, I'm going to write something for 11-year-olds that will resonate with adults in a mildly interesting way. But yeah, it begins with uh, No One Mourns the Wicked, which is basically right after Elphaba, the Wicked Witch, dies. And the citizens of Oz are really happy about it. And Glinda is going all restorative justice, being like, well, I suppose she was very lonely. And everybody's like, fuck you, bitch. It, according to the Grimmery, basically exists as a song to prove to everybody that Christian Chenoweth is a real soprano. Stephen Schwartz said that he wrote in those high notes to prove to the world that she could hit those and that she wasn't just this like cute little girl. Because there was no other way to prove that. That was Mm -hmm. her best shot. And she did it. Mm -hmm. Kristen had something to prove. Yeah, for sure. She really did though, didn't she? Yeah. The way that I like the way that it opens with this big like booming music. Yeah, a nice overture, but a nice, but like very approachable. It's not like eight minutes where you're like, mm-hmm. oh. In the show, isn't, isn't the monkey like run across the stage at the beginning or something? Yeah. I feel like. Something, yeah. They're I saw all it. like, they like crawl out. I saw it with my mom when I was 12 or 13, maybe. And my mom has always had a fear of the flying monkeys ever since she saw The oh. Wizard of Oz as a child. And I was like, I have to warn you, there's going to be flying monkeys at the beginning. And she covered her eyes. So that's Aww. what I always think of when I see them. Hey, good for her. Yeah. For her so it goes into a flashback of Glinda and Elphaba at college. Glinda, is it true you were her friend? Best featured actor. <laughs> that <laughs> munchkin. You were her um, friend. And then it... And then in the show, I feel like munchkins aren't really short. Uh, so, dear old Shiz, um, very stupid interesting. Song. Very Sorry. stupid song. Um, a skip. A skip, <laughs> if a you skip. will. I, I'm wondering, a lot of the songs have, I don't know if we want to go song by song, but it's kind of easy to because they're also iconic. But yeah. a lot of the songs have the word good or bad or wicked in them with, in the title, which is something you don't mm-hmm. risk realize when you're like 11 but then later you can't not think about it everybody is reckoning with morality in this on what makes a good person what makes a bad person black white or green (gasps) wow there's a green area yeah um (laughs) i like when glinda goes to college as glinda and she like first of all if you've seen the show i really love her wardrobe yeah Linda has some good clothes. There are some great outfits in this. In a way, listening to the soundtrack is only getting like half the experience. Oh, because for sure. Because it is such a spectacle. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. Listening to a cast recording is not the same as seeing the show. I don't know. If, I don't know uh, if any 11-year-olds in Ohio have ever realized that. I don't know if any... I don't know if any gay children in the flyover states have realized that listening to a cast recording isn't the same as seeing a show. So, but um, we're here to tell you. Yeah. But imagine if, um, like, with Wicked, they did, like, a very minimalist, uh, like, take, like, no special well, effects at all. She's, like, not even green. We do yeah, have she to has, like, talk a green about... glove. <laughs> one green glove. Yeah, she's, like... <laughs> 
We do have to talk about when Elphaba doesn't fly later on. We do have to talk about that later. But um, Cherry yeah, no, on that note, though, real quick, I feel like Wicked is also one of those shows that's literally never, because it's always been so massively popular, it's never been... Reimagined. Reimagined, because mm-hmm. they've always had... Like, if you're doing Wicked, it's always going to be like a tour or like a regional production that uses the Broadway direction staging yeah exactly it's still always the rights are only to this day yeah like everything else at least gets like a a, a junior version like they could have made so much money off of wicked junior by this point as well i know and they haven't even made the damn movie i saw in the wikipedia (sighs) the movie has been in development since 2004 which i'm obsessed with and it's like i'm so high so high it's it's gonna be good I would say the front runner right now is that driver's license girl. Olivia Rodrigo? To be Alphaba. They've been yeah. trying to cast Wicked for 15 years and just nobody has been good enough to yeah, play Alphaba. Right. Well, Blender. there was a period. Mm-hmm. Imagine imagine Leah Michelle missed her entire window. Mm-hmm. But it was open yeah. for a while. It was open. I missed a lot of shit. If they... If they do Ariana Grande, I'm suing because that is just not believable. I'm sorry. She's not a belter and she's also not a goth (laughs) at all. She can't even convince. She can play Glinda, sure. The Soprano. I think that's good casting. She did a weird cover of Popular with uh, Micah or Mika. Mika, yes. The popular song. She performed The Wizard and I on like the 15th anniversary or something. Yes. She did. But it was bad. Yeah, like it was. That is not her. That is not her type oof, at all. Oof. Yeah. It's not her oof. It's not her oof. Andrew, oh, oh. who do you want to cast as Alphaba and Glinda in the movie? I don't know why I'm like Sam Elliott. Uh, I don't know. He's just, <laughs> just that voice. As the wizard. As the Sam Elliott as the wizard is yeah. Sam and Elliott I, okay. doubling as the wizard and Doctor Dillamond. Uh, yeah. So crazy. They call me wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was so good i was literally like are you playing something oh my god oh what about just the um, cast of a star is born yeah as lady gaga bradley cooper as fiero lady gaga as both alphabet and glenda mm-hmm. who's that who's that jacob alordi from from euphoria he's he's my goth he's my goth fiero or he's my like oh. alternative brunch mm-hmm. zendaya zendaya Hell, why not? Why not? She, I bet she'll do it. I bet she'll do it. Uh, Zendaya. See, I just think with Glinda, the problem is we're all tired of blondes, right? Yes. <laughs> so what do we do? We I need don't to, know. We need to subvert what we know. And we need to wow. push the boundaries of this. My dream role used to be Bach. But I think I'm okay. too short. I mean, too tall. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're a little too short. Also, I don't want to be in Wicked anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, I, don't, I wouldn't be caught dead on Broadway. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> we know it. I we, would sorry. be caught dead. Sorry. Yeah, if, you're, yeah. if you're on Broadway, that's cringe at this point. Yeah, if you're on Broadway, yeah, that's that's crazy. Sorry. That's, I'm sorry. Give me honestly, off, off or give me death. Like, yeah. Honestly, super capitalist of you to even consider taking consider that role in Wicked. I want Cynthia Revo as Alphaba. Okay. You know, I feel like she's, you know, she's an excellent actor. She can sing the house down. I want 
Lucy Dacus as Alphaba. <gasps> Phoebe Bridge as Alphaba. Oh my god. I Phoebe Waller Bridge. Imagine. Phoebe Waller Bridge. <laughs> oh my god, this is the silliest, silliest Alphaba. Wizard Knight? <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's exhibited. And die. Yeah, she'd be like. Uh, God. Oh, man. Obviously, awesome. obviously, Tony Collette, Madame Morrible. Obviously. Tony, yeah. No, Tony Collette is, because what we're going to adapt Wicked, it's no longer going to be a musical. It's going to be a play with music. And Tony Collette, <laughs> she's going to sing. She's going to sing a lot. Yeah. Like, don't even, don't get concerned. She's going to sing a lot. Yeah. And But she'll be in it. Every person who comes in to read for Madame Morrible just has to come in and go, oh, Miss Alphaba. And that's it. Oh, that's the entire oh, Miss Alphaba. I don't know. She has that pretty killer. I was like singing along today. I, that pretty killer verse and thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Madame Morrible. Best from concealment. I'm like, oh. Surreptitiously. Like, yeah. Isn't it surreptitiously? Or is it surreptitiously? <laughs> I or like it's, well, it's a, one of those Aussian words. It's, it's absolutely one of those Aussian words, like vertigree, um Disgustified. Disgustified. Embarrassed for not having clocked that uh, A seed dropped by a skybird. Skybird. I'm obsessed yeah. with how like whenever a word just doesn't scan, Stephen Schwartz will just add an extra syllable to it. You think Stephen Schwartz actually tried when he wrote this? Not a single fun? bit. For Good was half written by his daughter. For Good? Okay. For Good is How ass. old was his daughter? Yeah. Like 18. Oh. Can we, now that we're on the topic, kind of, I wanted to get into this. I thought it would be fun to talk, because, like, we know the plot. Yeah. All right. I thought it would be fun to talk about, because there's many songs in the oof of Wicked <laughs> that are, like, so iconic that everybody knows, right? That have yeah. been seen. I wanted to talk about which ones we think are overrated and which ones mm -hmm. are underrated. Mm -hmm. Because I think that there are, I don't know if there's any under, um, I don't think there's any truly underrated songs in Wicked. Yeah, I, uh, I don't like As Long As You're Mine. I think it's boring. <gasps> That's I think my it's favorite good. song. Oh my That's God. Like <laughs> literally my I think it's sexy. <laughs> I, I'm like, exactly. I'm like, why is there a sex song now? And it's not <laughs> able to be as sexy as I want it to be because it's you need for to children. read their sex scenes in the book. I do. Oh I do. Speaking of the book, listen, I, I haven't had a good orgasm in like two years. Alphaba is just get the book. Yeah. Alphaba is so just like sensual and like th that whole part of the book is just Fiero describing her like body and how like her pubes are blue, I think. And like something weird and how she like smells cause she doesn't bathe, but she like oh is musty. Cause she's wears green makeup. Well, she doesn't, <laughs> she is allergic to water in the book. So she just oh, like rubs oil is. on herself to clean herself. Wow. She does Amazing. a double cleanse. Mm -hmm. Anyways, um, and Fierro's uh, dark skin with blue diamond tattoos all over it. Oh. Tattoos. Mm, all the Winkies have tattoos. The Winkies. That's what oh, he is. He's yeah. a Winkie. He's a, prin he's a Winkie prince, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so that song oh, God. What do you, is good. <laughs> what do you... No, Andrew. I love a 420 podcast. <laughs> this is oh. my favorite. I'm, I'm what, not doing that today. What songs do you guys think are are overrated? Okay, for good. I already said. Oh, and yeah. it's not like it's not like 
it's not it's not it's like not a good song it's just that if i ever hear it again i will kill myself mm-hmm. you know it's like it's like and and I, I to go off on a small tangent as well i thought about this you know how like spotify gives you like your top songs of the year or whatever i thought about like what if your life like what if you could find out the number of times you've heard any song in your whole life like you get you die you go to heaven and then they're like would you like to see your top 100 songs of all time that you've yes. ever heard in your life while you were alive and then i'm like number like top 10 would at least have like for good and defiant gravity in it like there is no and seasons of love and then like <laughs> fucking that song by five for fighting what? 100 years or whatever i feel like i heard that every single day of my life when i, I have was... loved you for oh no 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 yeah Oh my God. I feel like I heard that every single day of my life for the first 10 years of my life. Anyways, sorry, I'll go on that weird tangent. But like, and I'd be like, wow, I really listened to like fucking, I don't know, before he cheats a lot or something. I don't know. That'd be funny. But anyways, I feel like Wicked would be very up there and to the point where I can't even listen anymore. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, for good. And then Defying Gravity is not overrated. I find it hard to put it on because I've heard it so much, but it still slaps. Like it's a it's a crowd pleaser. Exactly. I, I feel similarly. Like listening to it last night, like within the within its, you know, within Wicked in its entirety, I was like, excellent for sure. Like definitely sounds like the end of Act One. Best, but yeah. um it takes something from you. It's definitely exhausting, you know. Well, you, I was lip syncing it, it. Up, standing on my couch today, lip syncing and I got I, I got out of breath just lip syncing it. I it's the yeah the um because you have to like go full mouth open yeah. like you literally have to unhinge your jaw like an anaconda and you're like because well, like, you're it also was... doing the Glinda part and the and the it's, crowd. Mm-hmm. It's exa- It's tiring being all yeah. those people. I do imagine doing it every day, having all those people. You. I actually That's had me. a Wizard of Oz playset um, when I was younger with these like ten little tiny figurines and like it was like it opened up and you had Munchkinland on one side and you had like um the forest on the other I don't know and then I had all these little figurines and one time with my like digital video camera at like age 11 I literally made a video of me like moving the pieces around like singing wicked yeah. wow I just remembered that I want to I, love it. That. I just like- re- I just remembered that my gay cousin was obsessed with the wizard of oz when he was literally three years old yeah, me so too. stereotypes are real um, yeah. Listen, I'm just like. Are you a me friend too. of Alphaba? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is so funny. That's what Alphaba. we call homophobes. <laughs> yeah, friend of Alphaba. <laughs> no, friend of uh, like the wizard is a homophobe. A friend of the yeah, they're friends of the wizard. You know, wow. you don't want to go near them. I'm yeah, sorry, that was so bad. So... <laughs> but I yeah. Um, so Sam, what about what songs do you think? Well, okay, I think an underrated but song, a song that was overrated back when everyone was doing it, but I think a song that is now slaps because no one talks about it anymore is "What Is This Feeling." I was just about to say, I the last time I saw Wicked the show, I think was like January of 2020. Uh, my mom just That's randomly right. she you got tickets. To... She got tickets like from work. And your last Broadway show. Yeah, we went to see <sighs> it. Um, it we we saw the Black Galinda, who I forget what her name is, but I remember when "What Is This Feeling" was about to happen. I was like, "You got full body chills." 
And I didn't expect it because what is this feeling was on repeat for me so often as a child that I felt desensitized to it, but it's still so fucking good. It's I feel very... like it also feels like it's not attached to the show sometimes. I feel like with yeah. that song, you listen to it so much just by itself. Imagine if Wicked had never become as popular as it was now and What Is This Feeling was like a trendy popular. showcase song that your teacher would give to you and be like, not many people know of this musical, but this <laughs> song is really yeah. good. And then you would just wow all the parents. But this song to me reminds me, this reminds me of the gay subtext between Rory Gilmore and Paris Geller on Gilmore Girls. Even though Rory, I would say, is the Galinda in this situation because she is beloved by the entire town of Stars Hollow and Paris Mm -hmm. is hated by everybody. For her skin color. Yes. (laughs) That's true. I've never, I famously don't know Gilmore Girls. I famously know who they are and don't watch the show. So I won't talk right. about but that. But you know anymore. what? Our audience, our audience, <laughs> um, more girls. Our audience I, likes I, I love the lyric when the other shiz students come in to tell Glinda that she's brave for so rooming she's with Elphaba. She literally they do that every other song. They're yeah. Like, oh, Glinda. You know, she's like, I know. My yeah. I they say sung that song about my roommate in college, but I didn't. They could have. I took the high road. They sing, "She's a terror. She's a tartar." Yeah, yeah. Which There's is no which is offensive to retarded people. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's harder. Is a name for a warrior, like a savage warrior. Oh, I oh, actually I thought, thought that it was like sauce. a like fish. Yeah, or whatever. Like a sauce. No tartar sauce is a sauce. Well, it's okay. with fish. You eat it with fish, right? <laughs> yeah, I really you just can. trusted. I really just trusted Stephen Schwartz and was like, great. That's just, I believe he. Didn't he do um, Godspell? He did Godspell, but didn't he do like Hit the Hunchback of Notre Dame, the Disney one? I think he did. He might have. No, I wouldn't know. Man, I don't know. He did. That's a great score. Yeah. And Pippin, Pippin, which was also huge our freshman year in college because of Patina Miller. Yes. Jacked. I still, I want Patina Miller to play Pennywise the Clown in the musical mm. adaptation of It. Why is that? Because <laughs> she'll I, kill it. <laughs> it doesn't exist, but I'm going to write it. Watch out, Sam's the new Scott Rudin. She's joining the force. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Tapped. I watched the hours the other day, and after, uh, like during the credits, I paused it to talk to my roommates about something, and it paused on the lit, the very long list of assistants to Scott Rudin. And then underneath it, it was just like assistant to the other producer, and he just had one assistant. And I was like, they tried to warn us. Bet, yeah, bet. They were like, damn. Nobody needs that many assistants. Mm-mm. Not I. So, another song that is super underrated is Something Bad, which comes um, next after What Is This Feeling? But it also, but it also, it. It also begins with a separate professor going, oh, Miss Alphaba, except this time it's Dr. Dillamond. Dr. Dillamond. And he eats the paper. And apparently, like, that Mm -hmm. letter that he, or the paper that he eats is, like, rice paper. So he can, like, actually eat that or something. Isn't that interesting? 
Yeah. I thought that they just had a real goat playing him. <laughs> they did for a while. They did. Then, so, then on the first tour, they realized that. It was Sylvia. Book, can I tell you guys what happened in the book? Yeah. So Dr. Dillamond, Alphaba starts working for him, similarly. And then Madame Morble in the book has this, like, TikTok. It's called a TikTok, actually. Like, oh, my it's God. It's called, like, the app. It's called a robot. <laughs> Uh, TikTok is like a form of like magical robotics, basically. And then she has this robot servant who is very ominous. And then they find Dr. Dillman's body. He has been throat slit in his laboratory. And then they find out that it was the robot who did it. <laughs> but they can't do they can't do anything about they it. They were school. warning us <laughs> about TikTok. Yeah. Dr. Jillamond gets killed by TikTok in the book. Yeah. And then Madame Warble, like, like, doesn't let them. It's really weird. It's a strange. That's fun. I love that. Madame Warble definitely has conviction. Like, she is definitely has. She is. Yeah. She's like a pretty layered character. And just like, I feel like at least who played her in the recording? Was that Rondi Reed? Was that her name? I think I like Shelley. Care, right, pardon. Because she's reasons. the only one credited for the wizard in that, and you're like, mm. you're like okay, that's it. But you also, know who yeah, else played also, her? With Carol Kane from Kimmy Schmidt. Yes, yes, that I could only well. imagine. That and was probably such an experience it. with her iconic voice. Like I feel like she was. No, oh, Miss Alphabet. <laughs> yes, you are. <you're>, I can't. <laughs> I can't. But yeah, no, agree. Children, press your bars. Isn't that her in Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen? Isn't oh she the? Isn't she the teacher? She was, yeah, I think she. I think she was. She was also in that horrible movie that we watched with Tony, and David Schwimmer called the pallbearer. Right. Yes. She was his mom. What is that? Mm-hmm. We don't it, need to talk about it again. It's like a romantic <laughs> comedy between David Schwimmer and Gwyneth Paltrow that takes place in Brooklyn. Okay, I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> you're right we don't need to talk about that no okay. <laughs> that's when when did this happen when... like 1999 oh 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 okay. no it was like 90 94 it was early oh okay it wasn't like, it was oh, like... 2011 oh my god no. imagine yeah i'm just like oh Gwyneth. yeah but... um no this is uh this was back when brooklyn was brooklyn yeah yeah mm. it was just rough and tumble my strongest memory of something bad is when I was getting into an Uber after an ill-advised hookup and I was texting my friends to be like, I just fucked this guy. And they were all being like, you shouldn't have done that. And then I put my Spotify on shuffle and something bad came up. <laughs> and I- um, If Dr. Dilliman's warning doesn't, doesn't strike something in you, I don't know what would. I was terrified for my immortal soul yeah you knew in that moment you were damned (gasps) you know what that reminds me of the book of wicked when they they talk about souls like the whole the whole theme of the book is like having a soul and alphabet doesn't believe she has one and then like the animals who have souls are the ones that talk and then they like stop being able to talk and it's like what does a soul mean and like alphabet's always like i don't have one and it's like it's really weird it's very religious And her dad was a preacher. Um, oh, I love her dad in the uh, the prologue. The yes. no one mourns the wicked when his wife is cheating on him. Well, and then you have, yeah, the spoiler alert, the wizard 
comes by and seduces her mom. Every single yeah. time I'm surprised that the wizard is Elphaba's dad. I'm always like, they're not going to do that. Like, they're not going to I'm go like, there. did he know the green elixir was going to do that? Like, did he know? <laughs> like, what well, was the point? He, he thought he pulled out, I guess. Yeah, like, uh, what was like the he deal with know. that? He, uh, right, I guess he... I think it was, like, know. a roofie, maybe? I don't think it was a roofie. I think it was. I think it was, I like, mean, Molly Water. I think in the book it's probably a roofie, but... <laughs> yeah, it's know. definitely some sort of hallucinogenic, and she was like, okay. Yeah. Well, it's from uh, our world, right? So... Oh, Probably it's Molly water. He's from what? What is that? It's water with Molly. You in keep it. saying oh, <laughs> Molly, Molly water. Yeah, like Molly water. Like it's Molly water, darling. It's Molly water. <laughs> don't, don't worry, it's Molly water. Um, so then we get to Fiero, who is dancing through life. Dress. Which this song was originally titled "Where's the Party." Is it really? Yeah, according oh, it's to the from, Wikipedia, it's a cut from the Wild Party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were like, ooh, but ooh, ooh. Um, famously, my voice teacher for many years was the second hero on Broadway. Hi, David, if you're listening. Hi, David. Um, Hi, he David. was in the Grimmery. Wow. So yeah, I felt cool. Fiero, Fiero is one of the OG himbos of yeah. Broadway. I also love in Dancing Through Life. So weird. It's so his dick is like out. Yeah, they yeah, they like sewed they sewed the dick outline into the costume. Well, they just painted those pants on him. That, yeah. That's not they're not real. Doesn't I don't think like, thigh high rain boots too or something. It's like I'm weird. sure and like a vest. I oh, remember well. I remember not giving a fuck about this song as a child. I didn't really care about Fiero, <laughs> but now that I'm an adult, this is one of the better songs in the show. I like I when they go to the Oslo's ballroom. Yeah, and it's also Nessaros is only singing part on the soundtrack. Exactly, she sounds like she. I love that little interaction and that and the songwriting there is like beautiful. See that like, tragically but... beautiful girl. I love. Here. I love oh, that they call her tragically beautiful. Well, and you know, in the That's book, nice. Nessaros isn't in a wheelchair. She just has no arms. Mm-hmm. So she is always walking around with no arms, and. Um, <laughs> Which I hope they do that for the movie, to be honest. That would be good. It would be. Damn, what, what happened to her arms? Uh, she was just born without them. So her dad. Um, he got so mad and mom, cut them off. No, their mom cheated on her husband again with a quadling who in the Oz universe, quadlings a lot of times, um, they're from the South. Uh, east, West, North, South. They have no arms a lot of the time. Right. In the original Oz Oz books. Because of Agent Orange. And then in this book, book, the, yes, the uh, quadling who visited them, it's implied that he has like a relationship with the mom and the dad, basically. He's like, takes over the house. It's whatever. Anyways, the quadling um, has arms, but then Nessaros doesn't have arms. So it's just like a call out to possibly he's her dad. And then they have a younger brother in the book named shell who i guess is probably the only real child of both of the parents and then in later books he becomes the evil emperor of oz from childhood due to wicked i have had a fear of 
dating guys who don't actually like me and they won't break up with me because they're too cowardly. Is that, I gotta, are you talking about Bach? Yeah. I, I thought you were just saying that before I remembered. What oh my God. <laughs> no, I was, I wrote, I have a Bach fear. I have a fear Bach that I'm going fear. to become Nessa Rose. And I always wondered where it came from. And now I think I know. True. She is the, she is the character I most, um, sympathize with i just feel like she definitely gets the shit end of everything like you know and she well famously okay also tangent i saw it with jenna lee green she was like the mean girl in um sabrina the teenage witch and then i subsequently met her when she came to see remember bear in the church coleman calls he was a senior mayor yes well i i was like ushering it one night and she was in the og recording of that too and she was there she showed up Wow. And I was like, you can walk. That's funny. <laughs> well, she does stand like, up later in the show, right? Later, she does. They go, right, right, right. There's the a shoes. song that's cut. Because I always, it's got too many spoilers. Mm-hmm. I always wonder, I'm like, why is it that in every movie or TV show or anything that has a character that's in a wheelchair, there's always a sequence where they get out of the wheelchair and like do a tap dance. Just to ensure that they can cast like an able-bodied person in the role. Like that's exactly. all it's for. Yeah. So, like yeah, fucking and... Artie from Glee when they had the whole- um, The dance, safety no, dance. Uh, the safety dance in the mall. Oh, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, just, just cast somebody in a wheelchair. They okay. did cast that girl in the wheelchair from- and then she couldn't Project, get up right. on the on the stage to uh, get so, her oh, Tony. Ali Stroker, yeah, she, yeah, because yeah, they didn't have ramps oh. at the Tony Theater. Yeah, exactly. She was That's in just... the Deaf West Spring Awakening too. I remember because she, she played was Mariana awesome Whelan, and everyone mm-hmm. laughed because she wheeled out. Oh my god! Oh my god! That's brilliant. Wow, She's brilliant. But yeah, isn't she like mean? Me. Is she? She went to NYU, so if that correlates, oh, probably. Know, but, so, but yeah, no, that's interesting. Yeah, after well, dancing through life is popular. Okay, talk about a rated song. How do we rate popular? Over or under? It's oh, okay. It's properly rated. It's 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 masterful. It's masterfully performed by the exquisite, cr- exquisite, exquisite, exquisite Kristen, Kristen, Kristen Chenoweth, <laughs> and Kristen Chenoweth. And um, however, it's it's again like Defying Gravity. It takes something from you every time you listen to it. It's it's not it's not a nice you know get together. Like that was exhausting. Yeah. Like it's, that was. It's a horror Mar- for sure. Yeah, there's popular something is there. a lot of people's horcruxes. That's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that song cannot yeah. be destroyed. Yeah, Kristen Chenoweth left <laughs> a little bit of her soul in popular, and that's why she, she looks is. like that now. Kristen Chenoweth's horcruxes are popular, my new philosophy, um, Tony Award winning, and Taylor the oh, Latte Boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or the or her TikToks where she matches pitch with like her fire oh. alarm sometimes. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can't even do it, but um, no, she's no, but We really thrived. Met her on Rachel Ray. Yes. Met her on Rachel Ray. No, Jamie Bartlett did. Met Kristen Chenoweth. 
You don't know this. Really? Oh, 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 oh. When Jamie ha- Bartlett's like high school was in, Yeah. Yes, if you've met Jamie, thing. you know this immediately. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I didn't <laughs> I, I didn't was about to share. Chenoweth was Kristen Chenoweth presented her Glee Club with uh, like a check. Oh. A check. Ooh. Oh, like a novelty sized check. Mm-hmm. Like one of those big, big ones. I and love Jamie a novelty like, check. I, I want one. Oh, you know what song I think is underrated is the song that comes right after popular, I'm Not That Girl. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. It bores me to death. I, to me, I get get frustrated (laughs) with it because I'm like, Elphaba, you're gay. Like, stop singing about Fiero, you're gay. You're gay, yeah. All of Adina's characters are like secretly lesbian or not secretly lesbian. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they have a very, they all have a very queer checkered past. Yes. It took her to Frozen to realize she was actually lesbian. But she had to have her whole alphabet moment. Exactly. But you know, I think um, I'm not that girl. I I respect the song. I just like, I never, that's that's never one I'm going to put on. Because it doesn't, it it doesn't get big. It's also so low. Mm -hmm. Mm. It's like, but then the reprise is cute. Yeah, but 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 it's like I'm not that girl. Champagne problems. <laughs> um, so I'm not that girl happens when Elphaba frees the lion, the cowed lion from the cage in class, right? Yeah. Right. Doesn't he get scratched or something? And then somebody Fiero gets... and her go to the woods and they have their first bonding moment. Mm-hmm. Even though moment. Fiero is already dating Glinda, we think. Yes, they decided um, to date because they met and they were both they hot. Each other. Mm-hmm. Which is very deserve compulsory. Each other. It's very compulsory heterosexuality. Yeah. She just looks yeah. at him and goes, I've decided that you're mine. But isn't that how the hot people find each other in school? Yeah, that's because they're gay. Yeah, and they're just so incredibly vapid. Like having I'm some about kind some of main stages. I don't know. But yeah. Hot privilege is a thing, it and is. um and um, Glinda and Fiero definitely um succumb to that. Yeah, you know, and they're just walking. They're walking reminders. So, Elphaba and Glinda are friends now because because they bonded. Oh, at the Ozdust Ballroom. So they what happens? They dance together, right? They dance together. Like so like, yeah, where she Elphaba they do like the Spring know. Awakening dance, mm-hmm. right? Well, and she gives her the hat. Remember, she, she gives, gives her, her a hat, hat. Like, as a joke at which, first, like, but then why, she like first eats of all, why it. Why was up. that hat in Glenda's closet? And to begin with, it's like it's Parisian somehow, like or like you know, mm-hmm. or whatever their whatever their equivalent. Yeah, yeah, the Emerald City. Yeah, so she gives it to her as a joke, and then Elphaba shows up and starts dancing, and every and everybody hates her, and Glinda feels bad, so she goes out and dances with her, and then she's I like, "I guess you're cool." Glinda's um, uh, Glenn's my favorite Glinda like look. I think is that pink yeah thing. It's very mm-hmm. iconic. Yeah, yeah. Did you guys ever see the like Kristen Chenoweth's last popular video? And it's like, I think so. like it's like off. literally 20 minutes. She just improvises like a thousand different things. Oh my God. And we need to like stop giving like, actors yeah. creative freedom. Yeah, we should thwart any impulse that they ever have. Stephen Thwart. Stephen Thwart. Stephen Thwart. Stephen Thwart. 
Um, so yeah, sorry, I went back a little bit, but then we have One Short Day, which is also, actually, this is an underrated song. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. It's, and, it's the sort of thing that you need to see in person. So much of like, it is it them so looking happy. at like, You could walk it around is. New York and be like, One Short yeah. Day. And the bass and the beat, like there's a lot of, there's a lot of really, especially in all the music, there's just a lot, when you really pay attention, there's a lot going on there musically. And it's always very libraries. <laughs> Hoi ploy. I'm like, what? It took me yeah. yesterday. Hoi ploy. Hoi ploy. This, is, this is, is the song where they DTR. They define yes. their relationship. They become so, two good two, friends. Two girlfriends. Wait. Yes. Do you ever have that? Right. I've had that conversation with people when you find out your best friends. You have yeah. to say it. Mm-hmm. For did sure. we say it's it, tough. Sam? I don't know. We did. Oh, we might have like over the phone. Are we? During like a winter break. Yeah. Yeah. That's always, that's solidifying. Mm-hmm. That is solidifying. Winter Just at, break. At like one in the morning and we're <laughs> at each other's, at our respective parents' homes. Mm-hmm. We're like the only ones awake in the house and we're like. Exactly. As we, I know who's going to come in. I, I want to go back to Marymount and go to Johnny yeah, God, Rockets wanna, and have I diarrhea. I want to be in Midtown with you. I want to be back on 55th Street. Yeah, please. Come nobody, where nobody has ever to wanted 55th to go. 55th Street. <laughs> Street. <laughs> that sounds like a fucking MT like orientation thing that they show. Hey, they don't give them any ideas. Oh my God. Oh, while we're talking about MTs, do we want to talk about how Avenue Q beat Wicked for best musical at the Tonys? Do you want to talk um, about how it was very well deserved? Yes. Exactly. Yeah. It was, it's what, it's what was right. And I, didn't I think it was Kristen right. Chenoweth. They were nominated Which, in the same category. I think that's vote splitting. Probably. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I think the real winner should have been Stephanie DeBruzzo for Avenue Q. Did she play Cake Monster? Mm-hmm. And Lucy And the Lucy slut. the Slut. Um, never forget. I also don't know. Can I, can I, all right. I, you know, they, you never stop coming out, they say, and I'm going to, and I'm going to do this right now. <laughs> um, one thing, first and foremost, and probably most important, I like don't know Rent. Like I know the big songs, and but like I've never seen the movie, like famously like, in my home with my roommates who you know, Andy Lerner, Eric Bermudez and Crank Ron, they, um, they shame me all the time for not knowing Rent. But I also don't really know Avenue Q. Again, I know I have introductory knowledge and I love, I think it's brilliant, but I just, I don't I've never seen it. I've never seen um, either of them. So like, I just, um, uh, you wow. know. Uh, wow. Wow. Like, wow. Um, I know. So, I'm going to leave the Zoom. Yeah, I know. You know too. what? That's crazy. Think. I'm actually feeling so sick right now. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm actually feeling unsafe right now. Uh, yeah, I don't really feel safe yeah. in this space. I'm going to yeah, feel the need to establish a boundary. And that boundary is I don't want anybody in my life who hasn't seen Avenue Q. Avenue Q. Well, you know what? what? Is rent, rent so is, negotiable? Rent is yeah. more important than Avenue Q. Mm. to have a knowledge of i think right and again i know so i know some of the music i know i'm familiar with mm. with the pl- i know i okay mm. i know i know i know i have some learning to do but just listen but, to our podcast from last week uh when it comes out you'll that hasn't come rent. out yet we did oh, literally i'm like yeah. fuck um <laughs> well, it's all right, come out right. now also As our a- episode on rent has if you don't know rent has no information <laughs> about rent at all whatsoever. no it's too hard to follow who was yeah. on that with you? 
It was Gina Casali and Craig Long. Oh my god, that's fun. But that's Gina funny. didn't seem like she even knew Rhett, and I was disappointed because yeah. I'm like, Gina, what are you talking about? You know Rhett, what, what and she's like, is? not really. Come with me to the Emerald City. To the Lower East Side. <laughs> you know. I'm um, wicked through and through. I like that one. That's, mm-hmm. that's one of my yeah. favorite. I'm just it's like, okay. you, just you know what, you're forgiven. I love forgiven. a good Thank title you. drop. But Avenue Q, um, I think, in the long run, deserved the Tony because Wicked, Wicked didn't need it. Wicked had all the success. Everything else, it won costume too. I think did it not? I don't know. Wicked being nominated for best musical is like when Beauty and the Beast and Silence of the Lambs were nominated for best picture in the same year, and it's uh, like yeah. Silence of the like. Come on. Yeah, it's like. It's like, how do you even begin to compare those things? Yeah. So let's just not, let's just pick the objectively better one. Beauty and the Beast. Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs. I famously have never seen that. Oh, um, really good. So good. Oh my God, wait. So Avenue Q beat Wicked and weirdly a show called The Boy from Oz that same year. Yes. I feel like that's like always, like I feel like I've heard that nine different times. And they're like The Boy Which- from Oz. And, and then like, Carolina what? Change was that year too. Um, yeah, which wasn't Carolina Change. It's Tony Kushner, like Tony Kushner, yeah. And Ginny Ao and Ginny Tsorio. Wow. Can we just talk about this this run of best musicals though in a row? Like I feel like I'm ten again. It's like 2001, The Producers, 2002, The Early Modern Millie, and Mamma Mia, and You're in Town, 2003, Hairspray. That's pretty much it. 2004, Wicked, Avenue Q. Come on, guys. Yeah. And then, like, like, I just stopped following it, like, four years ago, because I stopped caring, and it's, like, sad. Yeah. I miss Broadway. I don't. B-Way. I miss thinking I could have a career there. Way. Way. So after one short day comes a sentimental man, which I didn't realize is literally a minute long. Yes, I think skip. I think I that Joel Gray just said, man. "I need at least two songs if I'm gonna do yeah. your fucking children's show, your children's yeah. theater exhibit." Yeah. And then Alphabet yeah, really. finds out that the wizard has been abusing monkeys. I think. Yeah. Yeah, like all animals, he's like silencing all animals and like it's... experimenting on them. Heike, yeah. So she, she like exposes the wizard for animal testing. Which, yeah, she's like, and then she's like, oh my god. Which I love oh. because in this society, we've all like size made it clear that we don't give a fuck about animal testing. Like, there's people yeah. who give a fuck, but it still happens. And then she decides that she wants to run away? Question mark and invites Glenda to run away with her. When it's like, I feel like you could just go back to college and then like mm-hmm. maybe have a protest or, or so. On yeah, well, they were gonna like out the wizard or something, and and yeah. and, and Glenda was like, I I can't. She's like, like I want to be a queen of the politics. Yeah, she's like, I. She's like, you see what I'm hitting right now? She's like, he and I better have a life. She's like, I may be a college <laughs> freshman, but I know that I'm gonna rule. I'm gonna be like the governor. Yeah, of she's like, I just got mm-hmm. a gut feeling this is gonna be a good run for me. I'm gonna yeah. stick it out. She already knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so then um, we defy gravity, which if you've seen the show, like this is worth the price of admission is that scene. Like it yeah. is so the flying, the, the broom rippling, like, yeah. 
the huge yards of black cloth flowing from her body. That is yeah. so good. The cherry picker, right? That's what it's called. And you wanted to talk about around. the no fly. When Elphaba doesn't fly, sometimes no the fly machine Gucci. is broken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the the wizard's guards will just like lay down on the ground yeah. while Elphaba stands up like as tall as she can. Like she's doing like an like an like an acting class exercise where they're like, yeah, stand really, yeah. really tall. Stand yeah, as tall as status. you can. Yeah. Status. You're so she just wood. does that. Exactly. Is Glinda Crouch too? I think so, yeah. yeah and then I'm sure. there was one time where Carrie Ellis only got like halfway into the machine before it started rising. Oh, when she was like freaking out. She was she was freaking out, yeah, because she got like ten feet off the ground or something before yeah. she she, she dropped like she properly. dropped the broom and then the orchestra conductor, I think, was like, What? Because apparently the way that uh <laughs> Apparently, the way that the band knows how to when to play that final note is when she uh, sticks the broom in the air for the last time. She oh, does a yeah. final like thing, oh, and yeah. then the band goes. So they're like, "Oh, she dropped the broom!" Like, and then oh, just keep no. playing forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. she's gonna have to fly back down here and grab it. I would be so back up. I would be so disappointed if I saw a no fly wicket. Me too. I'd be like, try it again. Yeah. I'd be like, we'll do it again. <laughs> I'd be like, <laughs> it's like we'll look stick into around. it. But look into it. Like, take your time, take a beat, but like, try it again. The ushers just again. hand everybody a hundred dollar bill on their way out, like for your trouble. Yeah, they're like, there you <laughs> well, go. They could. Now a gift card to Carmines. Probably cares like what he fights AIDS. Yeah, really. Oh my god. Uh, um. Okay, so then act one's done. And then act two, which is less good, um, I think. Right? Yeah, you could, really, you could really leave at intermission and not miss a thing. Yeah. That's you could do far more like quippy, I feel. Like they have the, you know, when they fight and they have the oh, kind of- Oh, I like their scene at the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right after Dorothy and then they like, they have a lot of like wink, not, wink, wink, nod, nod. Exactly. Like, about like Dorothy. Quippy little allusions to the Wizard of Oz, yeah. Yeah. Right. And then yeah. has anyone even watched the Wizard of Oz in like 20 years? No. Like, is that a movie people still watch? I don't, I don't think like, so. It should be though. If we're going to keep making things like Wicked. Yeah. Are we going to keep making things like Wicked? <laughs> is that what we're resolved to do? What if Wicked becomes the new Wizard of Oz? And then like, somebody comes out like 30 years from now with a musical about how Dorothy was actually in the right. No, it's a musical about Stephen Schwartz <laughs> writing Wicked. It's very mm-hmm. postmodern. Is he, what does he do now, Stephen Schwartz, do we think? He wears turtlenecks. I'm afraid yeah. to do that because I'll gag. I remember doing one time. <laughs> Me had, too. I'll be, I didn't gag as much as I thought I would when I first put one on. I hey, hate oh. turtlenecks. Yeah. Wicked. Oh, here he is, Stephen Schwartz. Oh, wicked! <laughs> In April 2020, Schwartz participated in a fundraising video called Saturday Night Seder, which featured an all-star cast of performers, composers, and religious leaders broadcasting from their home computers and cell phones. Hosted by Marianne Williamson. Mm-hmm. Wait, was it? 
No, I don't know. It sounds like oh. it was. Though, oh my God. <laughs> he, um, he also did Enchanted, which we're covering. Wow. Next week with Interesting. Um, he, with I, I, did, did he do, did he do it then? No, I don't think that so. was, um, that was some like, somebody else yeah, contemporary but yes but he but did yes, Pocahontas, prince of egypt and hunchback so he didn't like oh yeah he's animated okay. scores of that of that decade yeah. right. he doesn't have to do anything else for the rest of his life yeah take a fucking break mm-hmm. like it's just like you don't need to push yourself like that yeah yeah thank goodness um I always feel so bad while I'm watching or listening to thank goodness because it's very clearly at like an athletic vocal performance for Galinda, but oh yeah, I don't okay, care. Are yeah, but I like it. I like the lyric where she, or she's like, he, where he like he clearly was like, I'm over you, whatever. And she's like, oh, he's just going to get me a beverage. Like he's so nice that way. I'm like, don't fucking make excuses for him. He's a fucker. <laughs> like he's being ass right now. Yeah. But she muscles. She just like she uh, screams. She muscles that through that whole song for like no That's good reason. That's why. <laughs> yeah. The bridges line. The bridges you've crossed. You didn't know you. I'm like oh. until you cross. Yeah. I don't really. Thank goodness. Is think. I think goodness. Yeah, and then there's and then, wonderful. wonderful. Alphaba goes worse. to confront the wizard. Her dad. And that's like six yeah. minutes. This is the de Blasio uh, anthem. Yeah. <laughs> I do like when they like dance at the end. Like, yeah. It's a nice little like swing 30s kind of moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess she finds out he still sucks. Oh, cause she, oh yeah, Dr. Dillamond's there. Doctor, yeah, he's like, he, he Dr. Dillamond is like his slave or something. Oh, and what something we've, um, concubine. Before this is the song that's cut, which is <laughs> when Nessa Rose, uh, when Bach becomes the Tin Man and then oh, that's right. Nessa Rose can walk with the shoes. Which, yeah, Alphabet keeps trying to fix people and then she just turns them into awesome. like household objects. And she turns them into what? When she appears in the mirror, do you know that? Like when, do you know that? When she, it's yeah. like, she's like, and she's like, fuck, fucks me up. I've seen that. I've seen the show wait, three wait, times. Wait. Explain it again. I forget. I know what you're talking she, about. Like Nessa's in the room, like doing something and you hear like, blah, 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 blah. And like, you hear it's like Alphaba. And then like her mirror just like becomes like one way. And you can like see Alphaba in oh, the closet. Yeah. And she like steps out and it's just like. So good. Chilling. Yeah. So then um, Alphaba and Fierro fuck. In the and that's as long as you're mine. And I love it. And I'll die on that hill. There's like and mist going all over the stage. Yeah, it's, it it's good staging. It's very good staging. Is, uh, Linda's not that girl. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is cute too. Yeah. Um, and then we have the, uh, the, the house falls, Dorothy arrives. We skim through the movie basically. It's not touched on that much and then we have the yeah. march of the witch hunters which is well, the best first album. we have no good uh, deed oh you're right i oh, forgot which is the best fucking song, song. You're right. best, well, i watched yeah, that's no good amazing. have you ever watched a compilation of fieros on youtube yes on no i haven't the like one uh, one of them was Fiera. oh my god yeah, i listen. bet it's chills yeah 
people like musical theater fans on the internet are really insane making compilation yeah. videos of the different fieros of the defying gravity oh, riffs. shameless they're shameless they'll just Man, so there's not a lot of good ones i don't like the ones when they'll be like i only like the ones when they show legit productions like they'll yeah. be like best um compilation of best final verse of memory from cats and then it's like uh my friend my cousin's like sister's community theater right next to yeah, the like, or whatever no. I'm just like, mm. i love it i love that i just i don't like it when the compilations are too long like i like the fieros i like the defined gravity riffs because you can move very quickly through them i don't like it yeah. when it's like here's a compilation video of 18 different actresses performing the same 45 second verse from a song right i'm right. like or what we need is, you know how they like in YouTube videos now, you can like split it up into sections and you can like, like it'll, it'll mm-hmm. like signify oh, the sections. They should, we, they, whoever do these, who does these compilations should go back and edit it so they can have it in the section. So we know, so we can just pull it up and shuffle yeah. through. Yeah. Just a thought. Yeah. I'm going to watch some after this. Probably. Me too. Me too. Me March too. of the Winch. Yeah. March of the Winch. March of the Winch, Witch Hunters. March of the Winch. March of the Winch Hunters. I love a good a good musical theater song that's just a group of people in unison. Wanting to kill someone else. Yes. It's the mob yeah. song from Beauty and the Beast. That part in Carrie where they're going to kill the pig. Mm. <laughs> they're just going, kill, Everyone's- kill, kill the pig, kill the pig for like three <laughs> and a half minutes. And for once I'm glad I'm heartless. I'll be heartless killing her. Yeah. Fuck. That was it. That was like that was there too. That was like <laughs> that was a different octave, but good. Then Glenda goes to warn Alphaba about the impending mob of doom. And she's like, LOL, I'm gonna fake my death. Which yeah, we don't know like, though. Oh yeah, we don't know. We weirdly think she's been melted, even though that's not I don't know. Yeah, we think she's been yeah, like because it happens behind the screen, and then it's like Fiero. Fiero's like, like not the, over, on the, the overrated um, for good song. Yeah. Um, Which okay, so what happened when uh, Stephen Schwartz was writing this, as he says in the Grimmery, is he was just staring at like a blank piece of paper for hours being like how am i supposed to write the final song between Elphaba and galinda where they say goodbye to each other and then his like 18 year old daughter was just there and he was like what would you say to your best friend if you knew that you would never see her again and his daughter was just basically like i would tell her that she changed me for good and he was like i have it and then wrote the song yeah wow that is like i'm i like i hope he feels good about it but like (laughs) like, i'm just like okay i remember two friends of mine sang it uh at our eighth grade continuation god such a graduation song together yeah and everyone cried i I like that it's a continuation and y'all cried it's like you're still well you know some people went to a different high school right right that's true you're right yeah our Ours was called a moving up ceremony. Mm. An ascension. Wow. <laughs> ascension into heaven. What was yours called, Andrew? 
I well, my my high school was different from my middle school, but I went to Catholic school famously and survived. Oh. And I lived to tell about it. And my eighth grading, my eighth grading, my eighth grade graduating class was fourteen people. Wow. Yeah, isn't that scary? That sucks. Yeah, it did. But yeah, it was actually it was all right. Like I think I knew them. That's it wasn't cool. like shiz or anything. Mm. Dear old shiz. Dear, Dear old shiz. shiz. Uh, do we have any stray notes before we want to move on to awards? I love that we actually talked about the entire story. This order. is the most. We've never done that before. Yeah, this was very linear. <laughs> I felt yeah. very like, you know, the through line is very clear. Thank What's you. What's this wicked is easy. It's very accessible. Yeah, exactly. that's true. That's true. Yeah. And I love that we all clearly just knew it. We all were like, yeah, we spoke very objectively. <laughs> we know what Wicked is. Well, let's talk a little bit about the legacy. Okay. Like, okay. let's be real. Wicked the album, wicked. The, the, the album, the cover art of like the playbill of like uh, Alphabet and Hurt You're Like, or no, we know Glinda and Hurt You're Like This and Alphabet's like. I think yeah. I saw one with them. They had like masks on. Yeah, I mean, Wicked is, it's it's going to live forever. Yeah. Um, and then there's, you know, we're going to get into this in a few weeks, but the glee factor of it as well. I yeah. think glee helps with its, a you know, there's that god-awful Defying Gravity with Kurt and uh, Rachel. Mm -hmm. And then Idina, I mean, she comes, we know. She comes in, she <laughs> has I was like... Idina and Leah... I, Kissing think, poker face. And on the topic of Adina, do we think that she is one of the true crossover Broadway stars we have today living? Like that people, like she's a household name to an extent. Yeah. Yes. However, yeah. she doesn't have a very, like, I mean, she's, she, yes, yes. But she's like, has she's only done like iconic shit. Like she's done, she, yeah. her first, her first professional gig was Rent. And then she like did that for like ever. And then like Wicked and then If Then. And those are like her and, big. And Frozen. And Frozen, exactly. Right, 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 right. She only does iconic stuff like. Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems, I we... know. The fact that she is in Uncut Gems, the fact of Adina Menzel being in Uncut Gems seals it for Brilliant. me. Seals, yeah. As a five-star yeah. movie. Agreed. And she's fabulous in it. Here on the Tony Awards, <laughs> yeah. we give three awards to each and everything that we watch. Wait, you have to ask me if this is better than Rent. Oh, Jake, is this better than Rent? That's a hard question. No, it's not. What do you think? No, it? no, it's not. Oh. Is that your oofa? Your <laughs> um, No, I'm gonna say it is not as better as uh, it's not as good as Rand. Good. All right. Okay. First award <laughs> is best prop. So, Andrew, what was your best prop? Best prop. I was going to say. Um, I was gonna. What was I gonna? Oh. The green baby, at which the you know at the in in the in the prologue of the show, that green must be some sort of silicone-based baby that is just also. Yes. They do not shy away from giving it full genitalia on, and just showing and like like showing it. Yeah, that baby life. comes out vagina first. Vagina in the first. book, in the book they they like imply that she was born with a penis. 
Oh, interesting. Trans icon, Elphaba. Yeah, yeah. And then she bites off whatever. the midwife's finger because she has full teeth when she's born. Yeah. Bites off the finger. This mm. baby. <laughs> this thing that wasn't real 30 seconds ago. That's okay. <laughs> That's right. Elphaba. Consider that That's next Elphaba. time you vote in favor of abortion, Andrew. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Think of Elphaba's full set of teeth. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. Jake, what was your best prop? Mine was uh, is Glinda's bubble because it's so iconic. Like she comes down in the bubble. It has bubbles coming out of it. You know, dreams. <laughs> uh, my best prop was the those uh, Wizomania dudes, like the big kind of those Russian arms. dolls that are like. Yeah. Oh, and they don't have arms. I think those are supposed to be quadlings. Wow. Wow. Wizomania quadlings. Best prop. <laughs> best prop. Yeah. The next award we'll is... We'll be late for Wizomania. We'll be late for Wizomania. The next Yay. award is best Edina moment. So, Andrew, what was yours? Um, I've already spoken to um, a moment that I love was when she in Nogadiji is, is wicked through and through Piano City. Like, I love her, the, the gusto with which she says wicked. However, I, for whatever reason, ever since I was a child, this moment tickled me too. The cadence which with Idina says, did that really just happen? Like in the beginning of The Wizard and I, like it's just- Did that really just happen? Did that really just happen? Like she didn't even ask. Like she's not even, <laughs> like she's like, that's somehow a statement. And like, I don't know, just that, that, velvet, that velvety um, essence with which she says that. Velvety essence. The velvety essence. The velveteen essence. The velveteen rabbit of Idina. Wow. Oh yeah, sorry. That was in um, not so short. My best Adina moment actually came during For Good. Um, when she has a random speaking moment that I think was an acting choice on her part near the end where she's like, and just to clear the air, I ask forgiveness for all the things I've done. She only speaks the word forgiveness, forgiveness. which I think is very dramatic of her. What about you, Jake? So I love, you know, first of all, I just want to say that of all of her, you know, and I stan Adina, that, that we all know, uh, a lot of her works, she has, um, her voice is aged in a way where she's a little more, uh, like there's a little grittiness to her now that she didn't always have, but um, she has, she sounds so clear, like her voice sounds so clear, perfect belt on like every song on this album. Like this is her at her best recording wise. So on that topic, I love my moment was when she saves the song "Wonderful" from not from being a complete skip. Yeah. Because when she first comes into it, like at the very end, and she just goes, "That does sound wonderful!" <laughs> like, Yay! <laughs> She's here with the most yeah. unflattering impression of her. Excuse me, I thought it was pretty good. I know, but you also made her sound like she was going through a car wash. That is <laughs> That's what that she sounds like. Uh, what was your We're custom award? We will. What was your custom award, Jake? My custom award is for um, best scene stealing moment goes to another personal dream role of mine for the guy who pops out and says, the wizard will see you now at the end of one short day. Cause that is probably one of those iconic lines of yeah. 
theater in the 21st century. (laughs) What about you, Andrew? Um, I actually, I'm going to go with best plan B with, with the, with the, with the, when the cherry picker doesn't ascend and everybody has to simply lie on the ground and the audience must with no hesitation suspend their imaginations (laughs) and they take, and we do the work, you know, and then I really like, they put the onus on the audience to really, to, to expand. Are you saying that this is a better, this, this plan B wins the award for plan B over the morning after pill? Mm, no still no <laughs> still, still morning after pill still is uh head and shoulders uh, numero as far as, yeah yeah this is yeah yeah this is nominated though this is yeah no <laughs> doesn't doesn't quite have what it takes to go all the way but still nominated happy to be here <laughs> uh my custom award was gayest song and it goes to what is this feeling does uh andrew do you have anything that you want to promote (laughs) um you know just myself right now i'm here i'm doing me you know i'm trying not to rely on defining myself by productivity psych yes i am uh no i am i'm totally still doing that um but uh but no nothing really concrete um i work at the penrose in the upper east side and that's where i am when i'm not behind this computer so come hang out with me there all right we have reached the end of our podcast. Oh, and uh, we feel, how do we feel? 